This is Sean Mize here, and today I'm going to teach you how to create four products in a one-month period of time. And for those of you that are, are kind of new to my methods, I know that that sounds like a tall order. However, I can tell you this. Number one, I've done it before. Number two, others have done it before. Number three, I have created step-by-step -step instructions on exactly how to do it. And I'm going to share those step-by-step -step instructions with you today. And I believe that you are going to be amazed at how simple I make this. And I'm going to, I'm going to literally cover as I want to say all of the ins and outs. I'm going to do my very best to cover all of the ins and outs of this, and then obviously I'm going to open up things at the end for questions. So if I miss something, if you have a question, I'll be able to answer that for you. Now, I, I've decided to stage this in a very particular way that is going to allow this recording to literally be an example for your future recordings. Now, I'm going to teach you exactly how to do it, but I want this hour of teaching to be a model for you. Okay, now, what I have done is I have created a two-page outline, and it's really only one page. It's a front and a back, and I used uh, normal uh, lined paper, normal, like, schoolhouse lined paper. And I wrote on about every other line, so it just gives you an idea of how many lines. I'm going to read you the outline first. I'm also going to tell you that the outline took me about five minutes to write out. Now, I, I'm not telling you that to tell you that your outline is going to take five minutes the first time, but when you've created a hundred or more outlines like I probably have, you'll get to the place where you can do that. It doesn't hurt if your first outline takes three hours. That's okay. The next one may only take two, the next one one, and you'll get to where you're creating these very quickly. But I want to model to you how I am literally teaching you all out of knowledge that's in my mind, just like you are going to be teaching from knowledge that's in your mind, for those of you that, are, that know your topic, that know your niche. For those of you who don't, you know that you have in this program, you've got access to my training that shows you how to become an expert in your niche very, very quickly, and that method works. Now, over the course of the next, whatever it becomes exactly, 50 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and five minutes, whatever it is, I am going to teach you this complete topic, just like you are going to be able to teach complete topics in your products. Now, this is going to be a one-hour uh, recording or approximately one hour, not the three, six, or ten that I'm recommending for your initial products because, frankly, the way that this is designed, it's not really designed to be a freestanding product. However, it, this is and it will be able to stand on its own as a product that could be marketed and, and give answers to every single promise that I've promised in teaching this. Okay, so without further ado, without further explanation, I'm going to give you the outline, and then I want you to notice as I'm teaching, I'm going to teach from the outline, but I have not written pages and pages of notes. I have not done hours and hours of research. 
I'm, I'm going to be teaching you from experience the same way that you are going to be teaching your clients. For those of you who are not going to be teaching from experience but rather from knowledge, you either have the knowledge now or you're going to get it within the next week or two using my methods. So here's my outline. The first line, the top of the page, I've got four products in one month. I've written an assumption, know your market, simple, not necessarily easy. Create an outline of all your knowledge. Each one of these phrases I'm giving you is one line. And you're going to notice that as I go through this, I, this is just one line. It's just something to jog my memory on what I want to talk with you about today. The next line says use this outline for multiple products. $100 product dash three hours recordings. $500 product dash six hours recordings. $1,000 product dash 10 plus hours recordings plus access to you, possibly a few live calls. Next line, $2,000 plus coaching program, dash. Next line, outline method. Next line, sell first, then create lessons. Next line in parentheses, best method. Give examples from my business. Next line, how to get all this done, dash. Uh, must underline prioritize let everything else go. That is the front of the outline. And in fact, that is almost the entire product outlined. The back, I'm not going to read you every line on the back because I don't want to reveal to you what's on here until the end of the call. But what I've done is, and I'll tell you, the first, the top of the back reads email, traffic, studying, searching for another magic bullet, making things perfect. That's basically a list of things I'm going to talk with you about later that can bog you down. We have to get rid of those. Okay, and then there's one more line. Just focus on one thing at a time. And that's it. That's my entire outline. Now, I do have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six lines that contain about four resources that I'm going to give you at the end of the call, places that you can go to get additional information on focusing and time management. Okay, that's not really part of the outline, but I had to write them down or I wouldn't have remembered what they were. Okay, so you can see how simple this is to set this up. Now I'm going to teach the material. Okay, so let's get started. Going straight from my outline here, the first assumption is that you know your market. I believe that most of you do. You're either an expert already in your niche, you've been studying for a long time, et cetera, et cetera. And if you don't study the materials in the rest of the course, uh, there's a specific recording on becoming an expert or becoming a guru. Follow the directions. My method works 100%. It works. Just do it. I know it sounds too simple to be true. Please, just try it. You'll be amazed at how fast you get to the place where you know more about your topic than 90 to 95% of the rest of the people in the world. And that will pretty much qualify you, not necessarily yet to be an expert, but certainly to teach the other 90 to 95% of the people in the world. Within a few months of continuing to study, you should be able to position yourself as a bona fide expert if you're not already. The next line here, simple, not necessarily easy. Folks, I'm going to give you a very simple model today. And I'm also giving you, in the course of the next seven weeks, I'm giving you the seven modules. There's seven days, step-by-step, step, what to do every single day, seven days. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about what's included in there, but I can tell you this. If you'll simply do the instructions on each one of those seven days, they don't all have to be done on the same day. There's seven days, but some days can be coupled up. 
for those of you that may only be working part-time, 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 and you may have to take two days to do some of those days. But the idea is that there's literally, right now, this morning I wrote out 46 of the steps. So there's seven times seven is, of course, 49 days. I've written out 46 of the steps. I did this that this morning for you, and I'll be breaking it out. You'll be getting seven steps each week. However, it's simple. It's simple. It will be easy for you to understand. It will also be easy for you to think, wow, this is too simple. It can't possibly work. Please trust me. It's exactly what I do in my business, and it's exactly what other successful Internet marketers do in their business. It's not as complicated as so many of the manuals out there make it seem to be. Uh, not necessarily on purpose, it just happens that way because you're, we're trying when we create products to give you as much information as possible. For this program, I've attempted to do the opposite, give you as, make it as simple as, and as concise as possible, just follow the directions. However, it will not necessarily be easy. If you've never recorded yourself live ever before in your life, it is going to feel really weird and really odd the first time you do it. You you may listen to your recording and find that you're mumbling. You might find that you're not clear, that people can't understand what you're talking about. It will not be easy for you if you've never done it before. Please take my word and just barrel through the first few hours because once you've done a few hours of recordings, the rest will come very easy. I, I tell you, the biggest thing that sidetracks people in this product creation process is they get stuck on their first recording. My clients who do who barrel through that first recording and get it done, they become extreme successes because they've got the first one out of the way, they see how easy it is, they begin to do the second and third and fourth, and each one gets easier. But if you allow yourself to get bogged down in the first, you, you're, you're going to struggle. I don't want you to struggle. Just do it even if it doesn't feel comfortable. Okay. The very first thing that you're going to do is create a master outline of all of your knowledge in your niche. A master outline of all of your knowledge in your niche. Now, this may take you several hours to do, but this will be well worth your time for the rest of your career in this niche. The reason for this is that this master outline is going to serve as the master outline for all of the products that you create in your niche. Now, obviously, in the future, you can add to your outline, but this outline can initially be your complete outline. And let me explain how that works. You are going to write down all of the different topics about which you have information in your niche. So let's assume that you write them all down and you have 10. You may only have 8. That's okay. You may have 25. That's okay as well. But for the purpose of this call, I have to have a number to work with. Okay, so I'm not just constantly saying 8, 12, 25. We're just going to use the number 10. It does not have to be 10. But you're going to have 10, you're going to have some number of topics, we're going to call it 10 for this teaching. So you have 10 topics. You are going to write out all of those 10 topics. Then you are going to write out for each one of those 10 topics all of the things that you know about that particular topic. You may have 10 things that you know about that topic. You may have 20 things that you know about that topic. 
let's give you a really simple, I, I use this because everybody can identify with it. I use one of your actual niches and not everybody can necessarily identify with it. I've used the example of gardening in the past. So if we were to create all of the knowledge we know about gardening, and if you're a gardening expert, and I'm not, okay, you might have 10 topics. These 10 topics might be summer gardening, winter gardening, gardening uh, in your backyard, gardening hydroponically, gardening on your apartment balcony, uh, gardening fruits, gardening vegetables, gardening herbs. That's eight. I don't know a lot about gardening, so let's stop at eight. Those are my eight topics for this, this sample niche. Then what we're going to do is we're going to choose for every one of those eight topics, we're going to put down everything that we know. So let's just choose one of these, and I don't know anything about these, so I'm just going to be guessing. So let's choose the one about gardening in your, a literal physical garden in your backyard. That's going to be one topic. Now, there's seven more. You can do the same thing for all of these. Obviously, this isn't your niche. You'll be doing it for your niche. So gardening in the backyard. One thing that you might know about is soil. You might also know about tilling the soil. You might know about fertilizing the soil. You might know about watering the soil. You might know about choosing the right plants for your climate. You might know about choosing the right seeds, when to plant them, how to plant them how to weed, how to uh, track their growth. That's 10, but let's add on 11, how to harvest your garden. So now I've created 11 points underneath one of my topics. Now, if I was a gardening expert, I would do this for every single one of these eight points. When you get done, you have eight points, eight topics, that you could create a freestanding product for. You could create a freestanding product for gardening in your backyard. You could create a freestanding product for gardening hydroponically. You could create a freestanding product for gardening fruits. You could create a freestanding product for gardening vegetables and for all of the other eight topics, or other four or five, whatever it turns out to be. You could create a standalone product for each one of those. You could create one master product that teaches on all eight topics. You could also, as time goes on, as your subscribers ask you more questions, you could create advanced products. Maybe you have some subscribers that ask you, well, what about fertilization? How do you fertilize? And you realize that if you just take that one point, which was a subtopic of a topic, you could come up with a whole hour or two or three of teaching just on fertilizing. You could come up with a teaching just on soil. You could come up with a teaching on fruits. You could come up with a teaching just on apples, just on pears, just on blackberries, just on cherries, just on raising watermelons. This will allow you literally with this outline to create dozens and dozens of products as time goes on. This is a critical step. It's amazing the breakthroughs my clients have when they do this master outline. Once you've created your master outline, creating your products becomes really easy. You've created now this particular outline. Now you're going to set out to create your first $100 product. Now let me tell you this. These product prices I'm giving you are samples. You can go higher. You can go lower. 
I have found, however, that in many, many niches, these price points work very, very, very well. And I find that if you start out with a product that has a price of much less than $100, you tend to attract people into your, uh, into your buyer circle who are more financially challenged and less likely to move to higher and higher products. I have found that the $100 entry price point for an entry product weeds out a lot of those individuals and means that a much higher percentage of your initial buyers will go on to make additional purchases. However, in some niches, you may find that you, your entry-level product would be a $500 product or maybe even a $1,000 product. So I'm giving you this as an example. And I'm also giving you what's going to be included in the product also as an example. So, for example, in this case, I'm giving you the idea that we've got a $100 product, and I'm recommending three hours of recordings. Now, that three hours is totally arbitrary. If you have incredible, incredible information that nobody else on earth has, you could create a 15-minute recording and sell it for $100. In fact, if you have life-changing information that nobody else on earth delivers at any price, you, you could package all of that into five minutes worth of material, you could sell that for $10,000 if it's the right material to the right audience. And the flip side is also true. If you have a $100, if you put a $100 price tag and your recordings are worthless, you could create 100 hours of worthless material. People wouldn't even pay $100 for it. They might not even pay a dollar for it. So please understand that pricing needs to be in relation to what the material is worth and what people will pay for that material, not based on some number of hours of recordings. Now, to make this presentation easy, I've assigned an arbitrary number of recordings. And by the way, this is basically the route that I run. When I'm creating a $100 product, it's going to have somewhere between one and three or four hours worth of material. Occasionally, it may contain more. If it contains more, it's probably recordings from something else that I've done, perhaps a coaching class or something that I've done that I find that the easiest way to package it is just to put one price on it, and it really probably could be sold for more. A $500 product, I'm recommending to have six hours of recordings. However, a $500 product could be three hours of recordings if you just added one extra component. For example, some homework assignments. Give people four homework assignments. Give people a 20-minute one-on-one session with you. Give people two 20-minute one-on-one sessions with you. Give people three group coaching calls in addition to two or three hours worth of recording. If the material is good, you can easily charge $500 for that material. Uh, or you can do six, eight hours of recordings. Again, I'm not giving you hard and fast, although when I give you the daily instructions, I am giving you hard and fast instructions. For example, three hours, six hours, et cetera, et cetera. However, know that that can vary. If you're recording your $100 product and you get to two and a half hours and you've totally taught everything that you need to teach and you know that it's worth $100, stop. It's two and a half hours worth of recording. That's an excellent place to be. Same thing with your $500 product. Your $1,000 product is going to begin to look a little bit like coaching, but it's not going to be your full-scale coaching program. 
it is going to perhaps contain 10 hours of recording, some access to you, perhaps a few live calls, just like this program. Notice how this program is set up. You're getting, I don't even know how many recordings there are on that download page. I put what was necessary for your growth. I didn't count recordings. I, I created what was necessary for your growth. Off the top of my head, I think it was eight or ten recordings. Some are longer than an hour. Some are shorter than an hour. So I don't know how many hours are in there. But it's all the material that you need for your growth. And the way that I structured that is that you get those eight or ten hours of recording up front. I give you a week to study it. You're not expected to do any work the first week. Just study, learn, get my concepts into your mind, begin to think a little bit like I do for a short period of time. Then, one week later, you begin to get seven modules. Now, when you create your $1,000 product, you could have four modules, you could have three modules, you could have 20 modules. I don't recommend 20. I recommend keeping it short, five, seven, something people can sink their teeth into and just do it. This isn't a full-scale coaching program. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Uh, next is your $2,000 plus coaching program. Now, if you Depending on your experience, depending on how long you've been working with me, you could create a more expensive coaching program than 2000 I find that 5000 and 8000 are very popular price points. They sell well if they're promoted properly. They, they're, they're nice for monetization. Long run, I'd love to see everybody on this call selling a five dollars to $8,000 coaching program. Notice you're not going to be selling five dollars to $8,000 coaching programs to people who don't know you. They're going to buy your $100 product. They're going to buy your $500 product. They're going to buy your $1,000 product. They're going to begin to trust you. And more and more, they're going to trust you. They trust you a little bit when they buy that $100 product and they use it and they say, wow, you did such a great job on that product. I'll upgrade to the next one. And then they study that and they go, wow, this is so much better. Excellent. Now let's get the $1,000 product. And then you'll have a percentage of people that move to the next level. For the course of this program, seven weeks to four products, I'm calling it a $2,000 coaching program for you. You can increase that price if you want, but you're going to notice on my training materials it's going to say $2,000 coaching program. For the coaching program, instead of recording the material in advance, Instead of creating the lessons in advance, you are going to sell the coaching first, then you're going to create the lessons based on the needs of the people in the program. That is how I have always created my coaching programs. I've launched multiple, multiple coaching programs over the last several years, and I have never, ever created the lessons first. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I know what the coaching program is going to be about. I may have written out eight or ten points that I plan to teach people. However, I do not write the lessons until people come into the coaching program. There's two reasons for that. The first reason is you really don't know what people need until they sign up. So let's say that you know that you're going to teach on these eight topics. But you don't know what people really need. Do they need a lot of topic one and a little bit of topic two? Do they need a lot of every? What do people need? And so what you do is, and I will be teaching you how to do this so you can even not take notes for the next two minutes as I, I kind of run through this one little piece here. You can literally, as soon as they sign up, you literally send an email out that says, 
I'm putting the final touches on this coaching program, and I want to know exactly what are the top three things you want me to spend the most time on. Now, what I found is that if I bring in 10 people to a coaching program and they've all come in off the same sales page, they've all seen the same 8 to 10 points that I'm going to be talking about, they've all seen my same, the same reasons that I gave them for signing up, almost everybody gives me the same top three. I mean, they may not be exactly the same. They may use different words. One person might have two that are the same as everybody else's, and they have one oddball, and another person has one oddball and two that are the same. But when you add them all up, you look at it, and you go, wow, these clients need this, 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 and this, and they need a lot of it. They don't need as much of these other things. Then you go about creating your lessons. Now, remember, when you have a coaching program, a coaching program implies that they're going to get timed material. Remember with your products, a $100 product, a $500 product, and this $1,000 product, they're getting the learning materials up front. It's a product. Now, you'll notice when we're talking about this $1,000 product, similar to what you're enrolled in right now, this is sort of like a, a hybrid because you get the training materials up front, but then you have seven weeks of additional homework, et cetera, et cetera. So it's sort of like a hybrid. However, when we go with just coaching, they're going to get metered material. They're either going to get one lesson every week, one lesson every 10 days, one lesson twice, two lessons a month, whatever the case is. What that means is that if somebody signs up today for your coaching program and you ask them what they really want to work on, you ask everybody that signs up, You've got a whole week or 10 days to create your very first lesson to send out to those individuals. Now, you may have some preliminary materials you send them. Maybe as you're creating your lesson, you send them a daily email that kind of gets them going. But when they sign up for a coaching program, they know they're not getting everything up front. So then you create that first lesson. Then, as they're doing the first lesson, they may have questions. You start answering the questions in the second lesson and adding more material in. And if you've, you've staged it so that the lessons come out every two weeks, well, you can literally have two weeks to create every single lesson. Now, what you could do, if you really wanted, is create the first lesson right when you sell it so they don't have to wait two weeks for that first lesson. That's okay, too. You can create that first lesson. But... The second reason, I told you there were two reasons. One is that you really don't know what they need in the coaching program until they sign up. The second reason is, I've seen this time and time again, if you wait to launch your coaching program until you've written all ten lessons, you might never launch your coaching program. Why? Because you'll, you probably will never know what to put in your ten lessons until someone signs up. And so it's like this catch-22, it, it's cat and mouse around and round and round. You write the first lesson, you write the second one, then you don't know what to put in the third one, so now you don't launch your coaching program. Far better to launch it, get 10 people to pay you, and if you have 10 people that have already paid you, <laughs> they've already paid you, you now have an obligation to create these lessons, and now you will. I have found that when you have an obligation to do something, you generally tend to do it more than if you're just hoping you can launch it in the future. Plus, you get paid faster if you sell it and then create it later. Now, on down the road, you can resell that exact same coaching program without creating new lessons because now you've created those lessons once based on the input of the first 10 people that were in. The future people that come in will get the same lessons that you created initially. However, you'll continue to improve those lessons as people ask questions. 
at this point, I'd like to open up this training for any questions or comments on anything that I have covered so far. Any questions or comments? I've unmuted the line, so just speak up. Tell me your name, and I don't recognize all of your voices yet, so tell me your name and your question or comment. Okay, folks, if there aren't any other questions or comments, then we'll get back to the, the training. Okay, now let me say this, okay? What I've just given you is the outline of all of these four products, all of these four products that you're going to create. Now I'm going to tell you how to create them. The first thing that I gave you, of course, was the outline. To do the outline, you're going to initially, you're going to do your outline. This is going to serve as your master outline for all of these products. Let's talk about literally creating your first $100 product. You're going to go in and select a portion of your outline that you'd like to use for this product. So this might be if you're gardening, you know, it might be just fruit gardening. Or you may decide to create something that's um, introductory and you just spend a few minutes on each topic. That's okay as well. Then what you're going to do is you are going to begin to record. Now there's many, excuse me, there's many, many different softwares out there that you can use to record and probably they're all really good. I mean, maybe there's some that aren't. I don't want to recommend any softwares out there that you're just going to load onto your computer, but if you have something, feel free to use it. I personally use audioacrobat.com, audioacrobat.com. It allows you to record on your computer. It allows you to record on your telephone. It allows you to record through a microphone. It allows you to record three-way conversations. It allows you to record conference calls. So you can literally you you can literally create this by using the microphone on your computer, or you can dial in using your telephone to create each one of your recordings. Now, again, there's many other softwares out there. If you have one you like and use, use it. I'm simply giving you this as an option of one of the ways that I do some of my own recordings. And here's how you're going to do this. Now, again, if you've never done a recording before, this is not going to feel very good the very first time around. I recommend that you do it anyway, exactly the way that I'm giving you. If it doesn't turn out to be three hours worth of recording, it's only an hour, you can make a decision. Do you want to include this now as a bonus on a future product? Do you want to give this as a freebie to, for people that sign up on your list? Do you want to destroy it and start over? Now, let me say this. 99% of the time when you feel like destroying it and starting over, you really shouldn't. It's, it's good enough to at least give away. It, it really is. I mean, unless it's just an absolute horrible job. You must, absolutely must, get over, if you're not already, all, all, already over this, get over the idea of perfection. When you're listening to me teach right now, because of the fact that I'm teaching off of an outline, I don't have every word prepared, and that means that I'm going to speak in phrases. It means that from time to time I might stutter or mumble or have to think of something or, or pronounce something incorrectly. I may use bad grammar. I may act confused. I may have to cough. It does not affect the quality of the content. Now, obviously, we want to do everything we can to make the recording as clean as possible 
if, if you're having a really bad day and your throat is sore because you have a little flu and you're coughing every two minutes, that's probably not the best day to do a recording. However, do not let little things like coughs and ums and ahs and things you forget and do things out of order, don't allow that to make you re-record something. Put it in there. Your, your buyers will let you know if a particular recording is a problem. I remember in the past I've done, this has happened several times, where I've done 10 hours worth of recording, and I don't always listen to every recording when I'm done. I just assume that it's good. I use good, solid software. I always assume that it's good. And all of a sudden, when people get to, say, the third recording, I get a whole bunch of emails that says, wow, we can't understand. You know, there's too much background noise, whatever the case is. What do I do? I simply say, boy, I, I apologize. Go on to recording four. I'll take care of this for you. And then I either fix the recording if it's possible, or I just record over it. I just record again. It's, it's no big deal. It, it really isn't. And, and do not allow this to be a big deal for you because do, making this a big deal will be a roadblock for you. So now we have our outline. And let's say we have our master outline, and now we've decided we're going to create a $100 product based on some portion of that outline. Maybe you want to rewrite that portion of the outline on a new outline, just like what I showed you today when I, at the very beginning of this call where I showed you what my outline looked like for today. Now, when you first start out, what I recommend is if you have a 60-minute recording, if you're going to do a one-hour recording, give yourself at least 10 to 20 topics to talk about. And then simply ask yourself to speak for three to six minutes on each topic. And I guarantee you that if you know your business, you can speak for three to six minutes on any topic on that page. In fact, if you will just simply allow yourself to speak, as if you were educating a friend over lunch who asked you some questions about your niche, and you were to just talk freely, my guess is you'll record a whole lot more than six minutes for every topic. Because if you think about it, I've only, I mean, I've got, I've shared with you a bunch of notes here, so I probably have 15 lines of material, but I only have, what, four or five topics here, and so far I've spoken, what, 33 minutes, and I'm, I'm, I've got several more topics to still go through, so we're looking at eight or ten minutes per topic. Now, I'm not timing it, but when you first get started, you might want to time it. You might want to say, hey, I need to speak for at least five minutes on this topic. I need to speak for at least five minutes on this topic. If you go over, that's okay. Who cares if it takes you three hours to do what you thought would be an hour? Well, three hours, you thought it was going to be an hour, great. You have your $100 product. Write a sales page, be done with it. And in the training that you're going to be receiving from me, I'm going to teach you how to write a sales page, and I'm going to teach you how to put it all into your autoresponder. That's not part of today's presentation, but it's all in the material. I'd like to open the call up again for any questions on how to do this recording. This is your opportunity to speak up. If you have any questions about how to do this recording, please speak up now. Any questions? Sean, this is Kathleen. Hello, Kathleen. May I ask your opinion, and you can just tell me if I if I missed the point. Um, okay. You you said outline your knowledge and create um, art to write down your topics, um, like 10 topics, for example. But let's say that you have 50 topics on that piece of knowledge. Is it a better idea to um, pick the top or what you think is the most important five, or 
would you suggest combining several topics into one bigger topic? Which way should you go with that? Well, first of all, Kathleen, let me say this, that there's no right or wrong way to do this. If you have 50 topics plus, obviously, subtopics for each one of those 50 topics, you've got enough material to create 100 products over time. So what I recommend that you do first is actually write out all 50 topics. Don't just write out the ones that you're going to use right away. Write everything out. That way you'll be able to make a totally informed decision for yourself about what to start with. Okay. Then you, you, then you have to make a decision. And probably if I were to recommend for you over time, create several different types of products. So one product will go really deep into one topic. Another product will just literally be a quick overview of all 50 topics. Another product might be three, pro three topics rolled into one. Another product might be, again, just one thing standalone. I can't really recommend what's the best thing for you to do first. I mean, if you're so told, if that becomes a roadblock for you in a week and you're so, you're stuck because of your indecision, I can just make a decision for you, but I can guarantee you it will be an arbitrary decision. I could close my eyes and throw a dart at the wall and whichever one I came up with, it would be the right one because it doesn't really matter. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Now, having said that, if you're looking at these, this $100 product, a $500 product, and a $1,000 product, and a coaching program, what I would probably recommend for your $100 product is something that's introductory, something that may not touch on all 50 topics, but is introductory gives people an idea of everything that you teach. Because remember, when you sell your initial product, that initial $100 product, that's not your profit maker. That will barely pay for your traffic. That is not going to teach people everything that they know because you have hundreds probably of hours of information. If you teach for three hours, they're going to be scratching the surface. So the purpose of that first $100 product, really from your perspective, should be to prove to people who buy it that you know what you're talking about and that you can improve their life by working with you. Now, you're going to deliver good, solid information, but you're only going to be delivering the tip of the iceberg because it's not possible to deliver more. Just like if you go to a restaurant that has 80 different items on their menu, at one evening you can only select one of those items. You, maybe you could select two if you add an appetizer in. But if you want to to sample everything in that restaurant, you're going to need to come back every Friday night for a year before you can sample everything in that restaurant. And that's the way it is with your $100 product. That's simply the first entree that they're purchasing from you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And so because it's the first entree, you almost want it to be like a sampler. Kind of like, you know how when you go to a buffet, and there's, there's 70 items on the buffet. And you say, boy, all of this looks good, but I can't, I, I mean, I can't put a whole spoonful of everything on this buffet on my plate. I mean, because I couldn't eat it all. So the very first time you go through, you literally get a teaspoon of like 12 different items. Have you ever done that before on a buffet? <laughs> You've gone through and you just get a little teaspoon of everything. Okay? I'm not going to admit to it. Okay, well, I do it. That's what I do. I get a teaspoon of everything. 
12 items for anything that looks good to me. I put a teaspoon on my plate. And I go back and I sit down and I sample each one. If I don't like it, I don't eat all of it. And if I like it, I eat the whole teaspoon and I remember what I'm going to go back for. Then when I go back for my real plate, I only put three items or four items on the plate. I take, you know, the regular serving spoon and I put a full serving of that item on my plate because now I know that it's good. That's sort of what your $100 product is going to be. It's going to be sort of a sampling of many of the things that you can teach. It's going to deliver good value, just like the sampling plate at the buffet did, but it is going to give people a desire to want more. Does that make sense? I see that, yes. Then the $500 product is going to do one of two things. And what I like to do is ask my buyers what they want next. That's how I do it. Okay, now, because we're going to cram four products into seven weeks, you're not going to have a lot of time to be asking your subscribers things. You won't have a lot of subscribers. You do, but some people in this program don't have a lot of subscribers yet. So I'm, I'm trying to boil this down to the simplest way we can do it. And I'm saying, hey, arbitrarily choose what the next one is going to be. And what this might be, let's say your $100 product was an overview of 10 or 12 of your 50 things that you can teach on. Your $500 product maybe digs deeper into three of those. Then your $1,000 product, maybe it goes wider and digs deep into eight or ten items, but they're strategically placed so that each one of those items fits into a pattern. Just like if you, you, you've, you've already started listening to the initial downloads from this program and you've noticed that each one of those recordings is on a particular topic that you need to know. But you've also noticed that they're in an order. They start out with the background, how to become a guru or an expert, and then you just pull it up so that I have them right in front of me uh, because I want this to be accurate. So the first thing, hey, how to position yourself as a guru, and then I've got one that's an introduction, then there's an overview, then there's a launch structure, and I can't believe nobody let me know there was a typo there. I'm embarrassed now. And then there's a sample funnel. And so each one of these builds on the next one. You can do the same thing in your niche. You can have 10 recordings that work together and build together. Then when you go for your coaching program, you've got a choice. You can go wide and literally coach on all 10 topics, or you can create a coaching program that's really designed for people that have a, a hard time in one particular area. So do you, does this kind of clarify things for you and make it easier? Yes, it does. It certainly does. Excellent. Excellent. All righty. Any other questions for me, Kathleen? Well, I'm going to process your answer to my last question, and then I'm sure I'll have another one. Excellent. Very good. I know there's a lot of processing going on this time around. Let's open the call up. Any more questions? I've still got more teaching to do, but any questions on anything that I've covered so far? Okay, folks, if there aren't any questions, I'll get back to the teaching. Go ahead and hit mute again, and we'll go back to the teaching. Okay, I'm not going to give you as much detail on creating the $500 and $1,000 product as I did on the first one, because on the $100 product, I was going into a little bit of exactly how to do it. Well, when you record your $500 product, the only difference is it's six hours instead of three, and also the information I just gave Kathleen kind of jumped into what I was going to teach next. So you, you should know, you should have some clarity here on how to create that $500 product. You're going to do about six hours worth of material. Now, that could be five. It could be seven. 
could be 10. I mean, it really depends on what you want to cover. And if you find you're long-winded and it takes you twice as long, that's okay. Then you have a $1,000 product. This will probably look a lot like what I'm doing with this program, 10 or so hours of recordings plus some access to you. Let's talk about what access to you could look like. It could be unlimited email access. Now, please don't allow any, don't allow yourselves to be scared by unlimited email access. I know what's going through your mind. If I give people unlimited email access, they're going to email me 25 times a day, and I'm going to be tied to my email, and I'm going to lose my life because I'm focusing on email. Well, let me say this. Number one, everybody who enrolls in your program, especially if they've invested $1,000, they're going to be very respectful of your time. They are only going to send you emails when they really need help. They're not going to send you an email every hour. It's not going to happen. I've had hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of clients over the last several years. I've only had one client ever that I had to go to and say, look, you're really abusing this unlimited email thing. What he would do was he would send an email in the morning with 25 questions in it. Now, the first time he did this, I fell for it. And I literally, I took like an hour or whatever the number was. I don't remember how long it took me. But I, I answered every one of the 25 questions. I sent it back to him. I was honoring my unlimited email policy. I sent it back to him. And, and my feeling is if you have 100 people signed up and one person takes more time than the others, well, that's okay because some people will never, ever ask you a question. And so it's still fair for you. You have one person that takes a little bit more time. It, it's okay. It really is. So I wrote him back, answered the 25 questions. An hour later, or maybe two hours later, he had another 25 questions, follow-up questions. And I dutifully answered maybe half of them, sent it back. He had more questions an hour or two later. I wrote him back, and I said, look. And this had been building to this point for some time. I probably could have nipped it earlier, but I, I didn't want to. I really wanted to, to, to honor unlimited. I hadn't at that point ever really thought about what's my limit for unlimited because it's unlimited. But finally, I wrote him back, and I said, look, I said, uh, here's what I think is happening with you. I believe that you are overanalyzing what you're doing instead of implementing what you're doing. And so here's what I'm going to recommend. Instead of sending me 25 questions, send me one. I'll answer it. And the only thing I want you to do before you, answer, before you ask another question is implement everything I taught you for question one, then come back to me. And immediately... He, that's what he began to do. I mean, I, I don't even think that I had to address the fact that he was sending too many emails. I simply had to address the root problem, which was he was spending all his time writing questions instead of doing the work. So I addressed the problem of doing the work. He got to where he was sending me a question every other day. I'd send him the answer, and he'd do the work, and then he began to have success. And, in fact, he began to have, if I remember correctly, he began to have much more success after that than he had had for the three or four months prior. And I had never realized that as being a problem. I was just answering his questions. But at once it became so pronounced, I nipped it in the bud. You can do the same thing, too. And, and frankly, you're going to hardly ever have somebody that steps over the line, hardly ever. And so unlimited, you can give them unlimited access, and nobody, almost nobody will ever abuse it. So don't be afraid of unlimited. Another thing that you can do if you're starting out your business, you know, there's an old saying, and I don't know where this came from, but there's an old saying that when you first start your business, you have lots of time and you don't necessarily have a lot of money, 
But when you have been in business for a while, if you've done things right, you don't have much time to get more money. And, well, obviously that refers to the idea that when you first get started, you have to do some things with your time that you would pay others to do once you have more money than time. But I like to look at it from this perspective. When you're first starting out, you have more time, give it to your subscribers. Really, invest it in your subscribers. What do you have to lose? And so when you're first starting out, you could give people some access to you. A couple of different ways to do that are you could give them an hour of one-on-one consulting. You could give them three hours of one-on-one consulting. You could give them three 20-minute sessions of one-on-one consulting. What some, what some coaches do is they have a one-hour open coaching slot once a week where you can literally give you their home telephone or their office telephone or their cell phone, and they'll say, look, between the hours of 10 and 11 on Wednesday, uh, if you call me, I'll answer the phone and I'll answer any of your questions. And if you get a busy signal, call back in five minutes. And that's, that's a model that some coaches use. I don't use that that model, but it's a it's a model that a lot of people like, and that's a it's something that you can certainly control your time. You could also give a few live group coaching calls, similar to what I'm doing right here, and you can also record those coaching calls, just like I'm recording this, because not only am I recording this, hint hint for you, for your future, not only am I recording this to give you this information, but I am recording this, and I will be able to put this material into either future versions of this same coaching program without having to reteach it, or I can create a standalone product or whatever I want. All of your teaching should always be recorded. Anytime you teach a coaching program, you should record everything because you can repurpose those recordings in the future. Here's one more tip. You, anything you record, you can also have it transcribed, and you can have your transcribers create ebooks for you. You can have your transcribers break your recordings into articles, submit articles, and it takes away your article typing time, all of that. So that was not included in my outline, but I couldn't resist but to give it to you. Okay, folks, I'm going to open the call up, and then I'll take questions. Then I'm going to go into some time management, some focus items. So... I've just unmuted the line. Any questions at all on anything that I've covered so far? Excellent. If there aren't any questions, I'll get back to the material. Any questions? Okay. We'll mute out again, and I'll get back to the material. Okay. Here's the thing. What I have just given you is simple. If you don't believe it's simple yet, I will be sending you the recording if you're not listening to this as a recording. Okay? If you're live with me, you're going to get this as a recording. And when you do, listen to it again. When you get the first module, I will go into, as you see me break down each of the days, you're going to begin to see how simple this is. Now, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's not hard. So, for example, if you start a new workout program at the gym, it might be simple. It may only have six exercises. But when you go do the exercises as you're promised that you're supposed to do them and you do them for 45 minutes, when you get done, you're in pain, okay? Hopefully not bad pain, but you're just tired and you've worked hard and it's not easy. And then tomorrow when you go back to the gym, it's even harder. It's a simple workout, six exercises but it's hard to do. 
What I have just given you will have some elements that are hard, and I can't tell you what they will be. For some of you, the hardest part will be recording. For some of you, the hardest part will be that outline. For some of you, the hardest part will be putting a price on it. For some of you, the hardest part will be simply taking my word that you can sell your coaching program before you create the lessons. Okay? For each of you, there's going to be a different thing that's hardest. And here's the thing. I'm going to look you in the eyes over this phone right now as I speak into the phone, as I speak to you. If you'll do everything I'm teaching you now, and especially follow the daily instructions I'm going to be giving you in those seven modules, you will complete all of this. Now, some of you, if you put eight or ten hours a day into it, you might complete everything in two weeks. Some of you that can only put two or three hours a day, maybe it will take eight weeks instead of seven. Maybe it will take nine weeks instead of seven. Maybe if you um, type a little slower, maybe it's going to take you an extra week. Maybe if you're a really confident person and you can whip out two or three hours worth of recordings in one sitting instead of doing one a day like I'm going to teach you, then perhaps you're going to get done faster and it only takes four weeks instead of seven. But I can tell you this, the instructions I'm giving you today, the instructions that are on the download that you've already received, and the instructions that are going to be on those daily, the, the weekly modules and the daily instructions, they're complete. If you do everything I'm giving you to do, you are going to, in approximately seven weeks, five for some of you, nine for some of you maybe, but when you complete all of those assignments, you're going to have a bona fide business. You're going to have a list. You're going to have a squeeze page. You're going to have traffic. You're going to have articles. You're going to have products. You're going to have a coaching program. It's all going to be automated, and you're going to be able to start building bigger and bigger. That's what you're going to have if you simply do the work. Now, how are you going to be able to get all of this done? You must prioritize. If you have a four-hour of time to work, and you sit down at the computer, and you spend the first 45 minutes reading all the emails that marketers send you and all the jokes that your family sends you and reading all the different sales pages of all the different things that you could buy that will help you out, you're 45 minutes in the hole. And then if instead of following my directions, you try to go to YouTube to search for, for a video of how to do something that I've given you specific instructions to do, you spend another hour looking at different videos, and then now you have 10 different ways to do it and you don't know which one to do. Now you're an hour and 45 minutes in the hole today. Then if you get, now you're discouraged and you think, oh, I can't get everything done today. Maybe I'll wait till tomorrow, okay, you, because you read, then you finally read my instructions for that day and you go, wow, there's no way I can do this in two hours. I guess today's gone. Then you go back to your email. There's another 20 minutes worth of emails. And, and you, you know how it is, folks, because I've been there. I've wasted time online. I still do it. I, I get stuck in the trap, folks. I sit down and I say, today I'm going to create a product. And three hours later, I've answered emails and I've studied to get more traffic and I've studied something else and I've searched for another silver bullet and I'm trying to make things perfect. And lo and behold, the end of the day, I haven't created the product. Now, what would I have been better off doing? Would I have been better off answering a bunch of emails from people who don't know me really, from trying to find ways to drive more traffic, from studying these things, from searching for another silver bullet, trying to make things perfect, and at the end of the day have nothing to show for myself? Or if I just sat down and took three hours and recorded a new product, and then tomorrow I could sell a product and make lots of money? Which would be more effective? For me, 
creating the products more effective. And please understand, I, I, I fall into the same trap that you do. And the, the Internet is just so easy to get lost in time. I mean, I, before I start Googling something, I want some information about something. I have all the information I need in five minutes, but I get curious about this, and I click on this pay-per-click ad because it looks really interesting, and I click there, and I give my name and email address, and I get a new download for something, and it's a 50-page ebook about something. I'm like, wow, I can't believe somebody else is teaching this. And so I read the whole ebook. Now it's another 25 minutes, and I say, wow, that's some really good information. What am I going to do with it? Well, I'm probably not going to do anything with it because it really doesn't apply to me. It's just useful information. And then I go back to my email, and then there's another follow-up email from the person I just gave my name and email address to, and I read it because I'm interested, and then somebody else has sent me something, and then I read something else. And before I know it, two and a half hours later, I have not accomplished anything, and I started out with a five-minute Google search. I know how it happens. You have to control it. Now, I don't have a silver bullet for controlling it. However, I've gotten pretty good at controlling it. Now, one of the things that's included in your download is a recording called Action Management versus Time Management. And basically what I do is I teach you on that recording how to prioritize your actions instead of prioritizing your time. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because it's on that recording However, I do want to give you some resources that you can go outside of me to learn more about this. If you're the kind of person that really has a hard time with time management, you find that you're not focusing on what you should be focusing on. If you find that you're the kind of person who makes lists of things to do, you know how it is. You have a list of 20 things to do, and three of them are really important and 17 of them are not, but they all need to be done. And so this is classic hilarious to me because this is what I do. I'll write this list of 20 items. Okay, now, the right way to do this would be to go in and do the three things that are important first. But human nature as what it is, what I do and what you probably do, is you want to cross off as many items on the list as possible, as fast as possible, so you feel really productive for the day. Anybody felt like that before? That's what I've done. I go in and... I just start doing the easiest things first because it allows me to cross things off. Do step number one. Ah, cross it off one minute. Next thing takes two minutes. Cross it off. Well, in an hour, I've done all 17 things. And I look at the list and I feel really good because I've crossed off 17 things. I've done it in an hour and I had eight hours to work. I'm really excited about it. Then I look at the next thing to do and it's a higher priority thing and it's going to take two hours to do. Well, now I've been working really hard for a whole hour crossing off these 17 items. I'm tired. So now I go and I get up and I grab a Coca-Cola, I take a little walk, and I relax, and I come back 20 minutes later, and I look at my list, and I say, well, I've done 17 things today. I'll just do those three things tomorrow. Look, I've done it. You've probably done it. If you struggle with that, you need to listen to my recording on action management versus time management, and you also need to consider reading some books that are on the open market. You can buy them at Amazon, or you can probably buy most of these at your local bookstore. I'm going to give you the titles and the, the writers of these books. And I'm going to recommend that if you have struggled with any of the things I've just mentioned, please go out and buy. I'd love for you to buy all four of these books, but at least start with one of them. So I'm going to give them to you. Four-Hour Work Week by Timothy Ferris. Now, let me give you some background. No matter who you are, half of that book is not going to apply to you. 
Now, the same half that applies to me may not apply to you, and vice versa. The, the half that applies to Kathleen might not apply to Beverly, but the half that applies to Beverly might not apply to Kathleen. It's an incredible book, in, t- entirely comprehensive, but it's more information than any one person needs, but it's, an, it's incredible. And the only way to have done a better job with it would have been to write like six different books, and that would have been inefficient. So read it, take out what you need, and leave everything else behind. Don't allow it to change your whole life course based on going off on rabbit trails. Choose what works for you. The next book I recommend is called Work Less, Do More by Jan Yeager. The next book I recommend is Power of Full Engagement by Jim Waller and Tony Schwartz. And the last book I recommend is Never Check Email in the Morning by Julie Morgenstern. Now, Julie's book, Never Check Email in the Morning, gives you lots of tips on how to become more effective. It's less about time management, but more about being effective. And the concept with not checking email in the morning isn't that it takes you 20 minutes to answer emails and that you might get lost and spend three hours on email. That's not the reason, although that's a good enough reason to not check email in the morning. The reason that you don't want to check email first thing in the morning is because email is reactive, meaning that when you are answering emails, you're reacting to other people's questions and problems. It puts you in a reactive phase, kind of like if you're defending yourself in a street fight and somebody attacked you from behind a corner of a dark alley, you would be fighting defensively the whole time. Okay, now, if you fought for 20 minutes defensively and then you had to go make an attack on another opponent, it would be difficult because you'd be in this defensive mindset. That's what happens when you check email in the morning. You become very defensive. Everything you do is reactive. And then 30 minutes later, when it's time for you to be proactive and create a new product, your mind is in the wrong mode for creation. So the first thing when you do when you wake up in the morning is create that product. Write that sales letter. Write those seven emails. Do what needs to be done that's proactive, and then you'll be able to do your reactive things at the end of the day when when they don't matter. That's just one of like, I don't know, maybe 50 different ideas in that book. So never check email in the morning. Powerful engagement is about managing your entire life so that you're more productive all day long. I highly recommend that book. Work less, do more. I do not believe I've personally read all of Work Less, Do More, as I have Powerful Engagement and 4-Hour Workweek. However, I believe that based on the topics that are discussed in there, if you're going to read the other three books, hey, read this one too. You're not going to take everything out of all of these books. You're going to take what works for you. And if you buy these four books, you read one a week for four weeks, and you listen to my action management versus time management, and you learn to focus on the things that are important instead of wasting your time on the things that are not, you are going to become five to ten times more productive than you are right now. So I highly recommend that you do this. Okay, folks, this concludes this concludes today's lesson, Four Products in One Month. Keep in mind that on some items I've not gone into incredible detail on how to do them. If the, the material is on the download page, there's eight or ten hours worth of material. I have not gone into detail on those topics. Plus, you're going to be getting detailed instructions on those seven modules that are one lesson, one 
specific assignment every single day, there's going to be detailed instructions there as well. However, I would like to open up the call, and if there's any questions at all on anything that I have just covered, uh, I'll take those questions at this time. Hey, Sean, this is Mark. Hello, Mark. I have some good news. I have finally gotten my first email sign-up from uh, all the article marketing that I've been doing. So it's going well, finally. Excellent. Congratulations. I'll tell you, once that begins to happen, it's all like a snowball. Once you get that first subscriber, then you get the second one, and then you get two in a day, and then you get four in a day, and you're putting products in there. It is like a snowball. And, boy, Mark, I totally congratulate you. Totally congratulate you on that. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it took me a long time. I mean, I had to – my first subscriber came after 84 articles. But for me, the hardest thing, and this sort of adds to what you were talking about a little bit earlier, was uh, in school it wasn't so much uh, a matter of not you know, being focused and having the action mindset. The biggest problem is that in school what we're taught to do is we have to do everything perfectly – and that's just not the case at all. You just have to get the stuff out there. And then once you do that, for me, that was the biggest uh, holdback was some of the stuff is not going to be good. I know it's not going to be good, but I just get it out there and then let the rest of the people in the world vote on it, you know, with their feet or their eyeballs or their wallets or whatever it is, and then go from there because you just don't know what people will need, even if you're an expert in your area. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You don't know ahead of time, and you simply have to do that work in blind faith right up front. And normally it doesn't take 84 articles. Normally, I mean, most people get their first subscriber after literally writing the first couple of articles, and it begins to snowball after that. So we still may need to do some tweaking on your resource boxes, on your squeeze page, but that's really another issue for another time. But, boy, Mark, I want to conclude this with congratulations, and I'm excited for your progress there. I really am. Thank you very much for sharing that. Thanks. And, you know, to the people that are having spilling you know, with the article stuff, you know, you just need to get it out there, and you will get better with time as you get practice. It's not something that's just going to happen overnight like anything. You'll start off as a beginner and you'll write something and think, I have articles that I sat down and I sweated tears over for hours and then I only get, and I have some that I wrote five minutes and they've got hundreds of views. So it, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. It's what people need and you don't know that ahead of time. And you're absolutely right. And that's one of the things that, that I teach, of course, is that we want to we make those articles happen as fast as possible because a five-minute article can generate the same number of subscribers or more than a, a, a one-hour article or a five-hour article. And that's obviously one of the things that we really want to focus on. So excellent. Thanks for sharing that, Mark. All righty, folks. Any other comments or questions? I'm going to open the call up in just a moment for all questions. But any other questions or comments on anything that I've taught so far on today's presentation? Sean, this is Kathleen. Hello, Kathleen. There's one piece that I'm foggy on, and that is uh, selling coaching first. You sell the coaching first, and then you design it based on what the people need mm-hmm. afterwards. And mm-hmm. what I'm not seeing clearly is um, when you say sell coaching, I see a sales page. And normally on the sales page would be a bulleted list of what's in the product. 
So those two things don't line up for me. Okay, that makes sense, sense, Kathleen. What that bulleted list is going to do is it's going to tell them what they're going to learn. So it's going to tell them eight or ten things that they're going to learn. It's not going to tell them what week they're going to learn each item on. It's not going to tell them how long they're going to spend on each item. It's simply going to tell them that they're going to learn those particular items. Now, you can always add to that list as time goes on. You may end up teaching all of those things in the first coaching lesson, and all of the other coaching lessons will be what we'll need in addition to what's in those bullets. Or you may end up creating one lesson per bullet. But you do not need to create the coaching program before you create a list of bullets. Just like today when I did this presentation, I gave you an outline at the very beginning. Well, this outline could have been the bullets. If I'd have sold this as a standalone product, this outline could have been all of those bullets. Okay? But I did not have to create the product itself until after I created those bullets. So you can create the bullets, put them on your sales page without actually creating the coaching lessons themselves. Does that make sense? Gotcha. That that helps. Thank you. Excellent. You're welcome. And keep in mind, Kathleen, this is one of those things that before you've done the work, it's all philosophy and theory. And as soon as you do it, even if you don't fully understand it, as soon as you do it, you'll have crystal clarity on how it works for you. And so I encourage you, even if you don't understand a point, do the work, and you will gain clarity on it. Of course, if you get stuck in the middle of the point, that's what I'm here for. That's why you're coaching with me. Okay, Send me an email, or you're on one of these calls, and go through and we'll fix it. But uh, definitely be willing to try it by doing it this way, and you'll you'll just simply be amazed. Sometimes when you create that coaching sales letter, you've got your eight bullet points. You have no idea what order you're going to put them in. You put that sales letter out there, and somebody signs up, and you go, oh, what am I going to do now? They've paid me. Yep, you know what? Tomorrow, you're going to write lesson one, and you're going to find out from them what they really need first, and you're going to write lesson one based on their needs. Now, in the future, whenever you sell this program, you can tell them what's in lesson one because now you know. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. And I want to tell Mark, congratulations. That's exciting news. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Thank you very much. Thank you. All righty, folks. Any other questions on anything that I've been teaching on? Sean? Yes? Uh, John Irwin here. Just a Hello, quick, John. Can you repeat your... uh, I'm sorry? Hello, John. Yes, hello. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I sure can. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this and enjoyed this call, and also congratulations to Mark. That's great, Mark. I can appreciate how much work that is. Um, Quick question, Sean. Would you just repeat uh, your four titles of those books again? I didn't get all of them. Of course. The first one is Four-Hour Workweek. The author is Timothy Ferris. The second one is Work Less, Do More by Jan Yeager. Okay, I got that one. The third is Power of Full Engagement by Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz. Okay. And the last one is Never Check Email in the Morning, and that's Julie Morgenstern. Thank you. You're welcome.
Uh, now that we're on this topic, let me touch base on, you know, I know that some of you aren't going to be able to or you're not willing to read four books in a month, and so you may want some prioritization here. Probably the book that will make the biggest difference to you right now would be Never Check Email in the Morning combined with listening to my recording on action management versus time management. So if you just want something quick and easy, quick and dirty, get Julie's book and listen to my action management recording that's on the download page. If you want to change your life for more than just prioritizing, really get you where you have more energy in your day, and this is a deeper book. It will take you a little longer to read. Get Power of Full Engagement by Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz, and also get Never Check Email in the Morning. Um, work Less, Do More would maybe be the third priority, and then Four Hour Work Week, the fourth. Now, please keep in mind that we could all argue over which one would be best, because each one could be de best for different people. I mean, Four Hour Work Week, um, I want to say it changed my life. I mean, the concepts in that book were phenomenal for me, and, and I've read it probably cover to cover two or three times, and I've probably used it as a re resource two or three or four more times, and I'll probably read it a few more times in my life. Powerful Engagement, I think I've read that book twice cover to cover, and I'll probably read that again. Uh, work Less, Do More, and Never Check Email in the Morning, I think that you'll find that they're both more um, ideas, tips and tricks, things like that, you know, that you can refer to from time to time. So, um, again, you could read these in any order and you'd be fine. Okay, folks, any other questions or comments specifically on what I've been teaching so far? I'm going to open up the call for our general questions and coaching in just a moment. Any other questions or comments? <laughs> 